and whatever it was that you needed in that touch, he provided. That woman, she got her healing after, if I remember right, 12 long years. All it takes is one touch, the right touch. Anybody can touch you, but until you touch Jesus and he touches you, you won't change. But when he touches you and you touch him and you connect, there's a change. Amen. 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 God, we thank you. God, we thank you for the touch that we can feel, God, because of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, for this opportunity to stand before you and before your people, oh God. Decrease me, God, that you might decrease. Have your way, oh God, in this place, God. Use me for your glory. God, let your word fall on good ground, ground that it will take root and that it will produce fruit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The greatest gift that keeps on giving. The well-known phrase, the gift that keeps on giving, has been used in many commercials since the early 20th century. It has a snappy, it's a snappy line that has been used to sell gifts for holidays such as Christmas, Father's Day, and Mother's Day. The gift that keeps on giving is meant to continually invoke the feeling people get when they receive a present. It implies that any present that gives enjoyment over and over, such as a radio, a camera, or a magazine subscription, would be better than a gift that only provides the feeling once, like a bouquet of flowers. A few examples of companies that use the phrase this hot point to advertise its appliances for the 1928 Christmas season, Dumont Electric in, 20, in 1948 for advertisements featuring its Dumont Sherwood model television. The TV had an AM FM radio and shortwave radio. The advertisements for the TV began with the gift that keeps on giving. And they were ran during the Christmas season. The RCA Vector in a 1963 magazine campaign ad. The phrase was used to sell color televisions during the Christmas season. Kodak camera over the years in 1977, the phrase was used to advertise the company's trim line Instamatic 18 camera. A lot of y'all probably remember that one. That's the only one I remember. Godiva in 2016, the slogan was used for a holiday box that contained four boxes of luxury chocolates. Inside each gift box were chocolate gifts nestled inside of each other. And finally, the phrase was used during the Watergate scandal because it seemed like there were endless revelations coming out of the con connected investigation. We can say that the gift that keeps on giving is something that continues to have a payoff, consequences, or other such impact. Although believers in Christ know that Jesus was not born on December 25th, yesterday was the global celebration of his birth. This holiday has been commercialized so much, leaving people to think that Christmas is more about giving gifts than the giver of the gifts. 
Amen? History.com published an original article October 27, 2009, and they updated it this year on December 8th. And it op the opening paragraph reads, Christmas is celebrated on December 25th and is both a sacred religious holiday and a worldwide cultural commercial phenomenon. For two millennia, people around the world have been observing it with traditions and practices that are both religious and secular in nature. Christians celebrate Christmas Day as the anniversary of Jesus of Nazareth, a spiritual leader whose teaching formed the basis of their religion. Popular customs include exchanging gifts, decorating Christmas trees, attending church, sharing meals with family and friends, and of course, waiting for Santa Claus to arrive. December 25th, Christmas Day, has been a federal holiday in the United States since 1870. The article shared interesting information of the history of Christmas. If you're interested in reading the article, it can be found on the World Wide Web at history.com, and the name of the article is The History of Christmas. Yesterday across the globe, I can imagine families gathering to open gifts. Some parents sat back so they could take in the look on their child's face when he or she opened the gifts. The baby doll, fire truck, bicycle, video console, video game, cash, and for some, maybe even a brand new car. The response would tell the giver of the gift if the person was excited about the gift that was just opened. Even adults look forward to gifts. A family told of their 2020 gift-giving experience. Each year, the family of three would make a wish list. The wife, the mother, was opening her gifts and realized that she received everything on her list. She was not expecting that, and she began to cry. The husband and the son looked at each other, and they were wondering what in the world went wrong, only to find out that she was dis displaying a positive emotion, not a negative emotion. Gifts bring emotion to most who are on the receiving side. Some gifts bring joy, disappointment, peace, excitement, maybe even confusion. Confusion, I say, because one year, Marcus got a roll of toilet paper for a birthday gift. And when he went back to school, the, he asked the little boy, what was the meaning of this roll of toilet paper? And I was like, maybe you just need, he's telling you you need to go to the bathroom, right? But when he found out, when he talked to the little boy, he found out that somehow, some way, they had put money in that roll of toilet paper. So we were confused, but in the end, as a child, to get money, it brought him joy. So sometimes gift can bring, gifts can bring more than one emotion. And I remember many, many moons ago when the baby alive was one of the hot commodities. I got one, and it was really a good gift, I thought, until I began to try to feed the baby alive. She wouldn't eat. And it's like, what in the world? So now I'm disappointed because my doll's not doing what she was made to do. So my sister 
she had bought one for her daughter, and my mom talked to her, and she told her she's got a mash on the bottom lip. So my disappointment turned into joy because now this doll was doing what it was supposed to do, eating poop, really. Do we really want something that's going to eat and poop now, right? But at that time, that's what I wanted. And it brought me joy after being disappointed that it didn't work like I thought it should have worked. So all of this is material. But today, we want to talk about the greatest gift that keeps on giving. The greatest gift produces fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The greatest gift allows us to be forgiven and to forgive. This gift does not break, wear out, or become obsolete. The greatest gift will not disappoint. In Romans 5, 1 through 7, it reads, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ brought, has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. Verse 4, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us his Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with love. When we were utterly hopeless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. Justification is speaking of salvation and is associated with or involves reconciliation. Justification is our status before God. Reconciliation is our relationship with God being fixed because before we were at war with God. Because of what Jesus did, we have peace with God, giving us access to his grace. We now are privileged to be able to enter into his presence freely. We don't go through others to get to him. We have a direct line to Abba Father. Although it may seem impossible, we can rejoice when we experience trials and tribulations. The scripture tells us that our suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. Character produces hope. We have hope in God because his great love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. We can be sure of his love because he did so much for us, the ungodly. We were sinners when Christ came at just the right time, and he died for the ungodly. This brings us to our text for the day. But God showed his great love by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. The first greatest gift that keeps on giving we see in our text is God's Great love. Great love. Not just any kind of love. Not my love. Not your love. But God's great love. 
But God showed his great love for us. We see God's love from Genesis to Revelation. In the beginning, the earth was without form and it was void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. He spoke and there was light. He divided the light from the darkness, creating day and night. He spoke a firmament in the midst of the waters and divided the waters from the midst of the waters. And he called the firmament heaven. He divided the water and the dry land, creating earth and the seas. He spoke grass, herbs, yielding seed, fruit trees, yielding fruit. He spoke great lights into existence, the sun, the moon, and the stars. He spoke creatures, and they were. Then finally, on day six, he created man in his image and in his likeness. At the end of the first five days of creation, he looked at what was created, and he said it was good. But after he created man, he saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. God took his time in creating the earth for people who he knew were his enemies. That's great love. He knew that in a matter of time, Adam and Eve would disobey his instructions and eat from the tree of life, from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's God's great love, unconditional love. Psalm 34 and 17, the New Living Translation reads, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The greatest gift that keeps on giving is there every time we're in trouble, and we cry out to him. Just as he heard and answered the Israelites when Pharaoh approached, and they came to the Red Sea, he hears us. He is doing now for our loved ones that are on the front line, serving in the military, the law enforcement, first responders, he's there. He's, his great love is there with them. Let me assure you that he heard your cry for the child that has not committed his or her life to him. The one that has left home prematurely because he or she feels that she's grown now and can do what they please. He heard your cry for your relationship with your spouse, your parents, your siblings. His word promises that he will deliver, he'll restore, he will protect, he will guide. Trust God's great love for you, and it will be well with your soul. There are so many examples in the Bible of God's great love. He loved Adam and Eve so much that even after they sinned against him, he would not allow them to stay in that sin. He made a way for them to be saved. That day, their eyes were open, and they would die one day. The amazing thing is that they would die, but they would live again. 1 John 4 and 16, again, New Living Translation. We know how much God loves us, and we put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. God's great love. He always has a plan. From the beginning, he knew that Adam would sin, and the only way to save humanity was for him to come in the flesh and save the people. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, 
and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. God is love. We're talking about God's great love. Because he loved us, we must love others. John 13, 34, a new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. We cannot hoard his love. Freely we have received, so freely we must give. We learn from God that love is patient. Love is kind. It, It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. God's great love. We can love because he is love and he is our father. The second greatest gift that keeps on giving in our text is Christ. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Just as Pastor Wood mentioned last week, he did it for ordinary people like you and me. People considered outcasts to to society, those who didn't fit in. He took our place. God loves us freely so much that he allowed his son to take our place. The scripture tells us that God sent Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. This is priceless. Last week, Pastor Wood also said, if you don't get one gift, you have received the greatest gift of all, relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen? He is the gift that keeps on giving. Through his relationship, we have been justified by faith. Because of his gift, we are able to live again, our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, for as many as he shall call can live again. The gift that keeps on giving. God's love is amazing and so great that I can't wrap my mind around how amazing and great he is. His love does not depend on how we act or how we live. We cannot imagine how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love is. The love of Christ is too great to understand fully. Yes, we know what he has done, but do we really know what he has done? Jesus died for the helpless, those without strength, ungodly sinners, his enemies, He died to save us from our sin. He was a sacrificial substitute. He took our place. God made the choice to freely love us, showing us and the enemy that he placed a value on us, although we were guilty. Be assured, nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. Not death nor life, neither angels nor demons, Neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. He, God, has all power. His power raised our Savior from the dead. 
when his followers were mourning his death, when a sinner accepts the gift of salvation offered by Jesus, he or she is securing him forever. Nothing can separate you from God's love. You may feel far from God, but he is there, and his love is with you. Your situation may seem hopeless. Just trust that he is there and his love is with you. As believers, we are not released from physical death unless we're here when the rapture takes place. The death of a believer translates into hope to live again. The greatest gift that keeps on giving continues to offer salvation to those who are lost. If you read on a little further in the chapter, you will read that we have been justified by his blood and will be saved from wrath, from the wrath of God through him. Having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. We also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we have received the reconciliation. In closing, during this season, we hear, Jesus is the reason for the season. Allow me to challenge you to change that and say, Jesus is the reason. The greatest gift that keeps on giving is the reason we wake up in the morning. He is the reason we have our right mind, that the brain cancer didn't take us out, the breast cancer, the cancer cells, that no sickness, no demon, no, no thing has taken us out. He is the reason. He is the reason we have health and strength. He's the reason why we can move, we can see, we can hear, we can feel, we can taste, we can smell. The greatest gift that keeps on giving is the reason why we are here today. The greatest gift that keeps on giving is the reason why we have the free gift of salvation. He is the reason we have been justified, redeemed, set apart. The greatest gift that keeps on giving is the reason we have our families, homes, careers, transportation, food, clothes, and each other. Amen? Amen. Come on and give God some praise. Amen. The greatest gift, God's great love and his son, Jesus Christ. God's great love and his son, Jesus Christ. The greatest gift that keeps on giving over and over and over again. It will not break. It will not disappoint. But what it will do is it will save your soul. It will save anybody who will come. Whosoever will. Amen. God's greatest gift. His love so much that he sent his only son, that he might, that we might have the um, life and have it more abundantly. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Varina, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.